Okay. Welcome back. Your ex-boyfriend's podcast. Episode 12. If this sounds rushed at any time in this podcast uh, episode, just know that it is because I was experiencing some technical difficulties, which have resulted in this episode coming out. This is either going to be late Monday night or hopefully not Tuesday morning. Um, I unwittingly uploaded a corrupted audio file mp3 onto podbean uh last night which resulted in without me immediately noticing an episode with nothing (laughs) uh it, it did not work so here we are doing a second recording which i hope is as good as the first we'll see you can let me know um Uh, Where was I going with this? (laughs) As far as old business goes, um, I had some good feedback, some good uh, responses to last week's episode. The anxiety trip to the ER episode. (laughs) Um, Not like we have much to discuss on that topic uh, now in old business, but uh, I got a lot of support. And I had uh, numerous people reach out and uh, express their uh, feelings, their concerns, um, which, you know, I tried to uh, definitely take in and appreciate and, and also uh, put any, any worries to rest uh, because I'm doing okay. And like I said in that episode, I've got a pretty good handle on it right now. And haven't had any of those gnarly episodes in a while even though I still get the feelings sometimes you know it kind of starts starts up here and there uh, I think I've I've got a pretty good gauge on where I am and it's going okay uh, but thank you to everybody that expressed their um, thoughts on the matter and I appreciate your concern I appreciate your feedback uh, on that episode. This one, episode 12. When you know better, you do better. Like I said before, I think it was in episode 10. That's a Maya Angelou quote. And what I wanted to start out with is this this post by the witty idiot. He's a comedian. His name's Steven, and his last name is... It's not something I know how to pronounce, so I'm just going to write it in the episode description so y'all can read it. Feel free to check him out. He's funny. He's got a very active Instagram. Um, and he posted something that I thought was very pertinent having to do with today's episode. He said, you know what's sexy? Emotional intelligence, empathy, and giving a shit. Boredom toward emotional effort is indifference and indifference is never sexy. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, very true. Uh, goes right along with what we're always saying on this podcast. None of the work that we're talking about, none of these ideas, um, none of the progress you're going to make is instantaneous. 
None of it is quick in any way. <laughs> Let's make that real clear. For anybody who's operating under the assumption that you know, you, there's things that you would like to change about yourself or someone you would like to grow into or things you would like to accomplish, meaningful things, are there relationships that you would like to foster or nurture? None of that is quick. And as I've been saying this whole time, none of it is easy, of course. Um, because life is full of not easy things that take forever. And those are the things that we want to be doing. We are presented with a lot of the quick fixes or the hacks, whatever you want to call them. They don't work. And we know they don't work. They're not presented to us for our own good. They're not for our benefit. They're usually for the people who are presenting them. It's for their benefit. So I just want to start with that idea. It's not instantaneous and it's going to take time. With that in mind, when you know better, you do better. The key part of that is it's, it's two separate timelines. The first is knowing better. You have to start there. You have to, in the beginning, seek and learn and ask. Dig for the truth, for knowledge, for facts and evidence, for experience. That's all stuff that you must have in order to reach the second timeline. The second timeline being the actual action, the doing better. When you know better, AKA when you have the information, when you've done the research, when you've talked to the people, when you've looked at yourself, when you've done that, only then will you be able to do better, to put into action the things that you've learned, to do for yourself the things that will help you in whatever goal that you have. Those are two very separate timelines. And again, it's not a switch being flipped. There isn't like one day you're not just going to be like, oh, hey, guess what? I all of a sudden know better. Nope. And in the same vein, even after you've done all the reading and all the talking and all the research and all that shit, it's not like you're going to wake up one day and be like, oh, I know what to do. And I'm just going to do it now, right now. No mistakes. That's insane. <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. And we all know that. Progress is little by little, time after time. It is not making these grand, exaggerated, over-the-top changes, or I want to say the, I want to call them gestures, even though you're doing them for a very good purpose. It's not this big, elaborate showdown. There's no montage, <laughs> right? There's no Rocky training montage, where all of a sudden, after two and a half minutes, you're a badass. <laughs> um, it's doing the little things day after day 
and gradually realizing over time that what used to be your normal is no longer. Those little changes that you make, those little bits of, of reading that you do or that, that three minutes of meditation or, or wh- whatever it is that you are doing, that conversation with a coworker or, or you know, a check-in with your therapist, all of that shit adds up. You know, the 20 minutes of exercise that you did when you only had 20 minutes, um, you know, choosing the healthy snack instead of the unhealthy one just one time if you do those things over and over again they become your normal and i just i think i've heard this before but i'm sort of slowly having a thought for myself right now imagine that guy's a thought for myself (laughs) somebody's gonna quote me in the future (laughs) uh the just one time idea a habit is made out of those quote unquote just one time moments adding up every time you do that or say that or think that every time you act or behave communicate think in a way that benefits you even in the tiniest way those are the things that add up there's a thing called um uh normality creep and i first heard of the concept when it comes to politics well no i'm not going to say politics i'm going to say a national sort of um behavior i'm i'm not smart enough to figure out how i'm what i'm trying to say here but the idea was presented to me in in regard to like um nazi germany uh prior to world war ii we've all heard stories about how uh people who were living in germany at the time um you know essentially you you could use the term let allowed adolf hitler into power right uh and how could they how could they do that he like was he hiding the fact that he was an evil bastard no not really the idea is that little by little changes were made in the country that led to the third reich that led to the holocaust that led to world war ii little by little things were allowed to change with little or no consequence and their normal their baseline crept in a direction that they did not really in the beginning want it to i don't think the people at large wanted their government to invade the neighboring countries and you know commit genocide that doesn't make you know any sense for the average person right the average you know the storekeep who's who's having their home and and livelihood bombed out of existence they didn't want that (laughs) um but it's it's just the fact that over time their normal moved and that while you're not going to be headed in the direction of nazi germany (laughs) fingers crossed uh your normal is going to creep 
and it is going to be in a positive direction. So little by little, make those changes. You'll see a difference down the road. When you work out, you don't see weight loss or muscle gain in the mirror on a daily basis. One day you look up and it's been three months and you're 20 pounds lighter or you have abs or, you know, you can see past your gut. <laughs> uh, yeah, it creeps. Get creepy. Know that you'll fail too. You know, obviously you're going to fail. People don't even start so often because of the chance of failure. It's a very human thing. But that's what you're going to encounter. It's going to be discouraging. And you're going to hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. There's going to be people in your way, including yourself. You're going to get uh, opinions from those you don't ask for them from. Uh, man, so many roadblocks in your path. Which they're inevitable. So why try in, in the face of that? Why try in the face of this, you know, adversity when society, when everybody around you says, you don't need to try. It's okay. You can be mediocre. You can just do these things that we all do and you'll feel better. So, so you hear that and that's what you're barraged with, bombarded with on a daily basis. Why try? You know, we talked about it. In the past, we talked about that quote by Ambrose Redmoon, courage not being the absence of fear, rather the judgment that something more, that something is more important than fear. <sighs> Trying is sexy, as the witty idiot put it. Trying is sexy. Indifference is not. Trying makes you feel better. Putting in that effort, uh, Everybody, I think, who's exercised to the point of getting real tired and real sweaty knows the feeling after the workout. That may be a shitty workout, and it may make you feel awful in the moment, but I don't think there's anybody who can argue that the feeling after your workout, even as sore physically as you may be, the feeling in your mind is really good. It's very positive, not only because your, your, your brain is releasing endorphins from the workout that, you know, literally are made to make you feel good. The mental state of having done something hard and, and being able to then, you know, have that satisfaction of, of, yeah, I did that. It was difficult and I did it anyway. I tried and I succeeded, or maybe I tried and it kicked my ass and I didn't meet my goal but I still gave it a shot and I still went out there and got kicked down and got back up. You know, that feels good. And when you feel good, it makes you, you know, just as a side note, a little side benefit, it makes you attractive. <laughs> not only to yourself, you know, not only do you feel better about yourself, it makes you attractive to other people. Of course it does. And I don't mean physically necessarily. I just mean like, man, have you ever seen somebody giving it their all? Have you ever seen somebody 
just doing the damn work and been like, man, look at that sucker. <laughs> what a loser. They're trying. Ew. That's hella dumb. <laughs> no, nobody thinks that way unless they're fucked in the head. <laughs> trying, putting in effort, putting in the work, that's an attractive quality. It's sexy to to anybody with a healthy outlook on life. And you know what else it does? You know what else trying does? It helps solidify your self-worth inside of you because nobody is going to make you give a shit. Nobody is going to make you try to do better to be better to meet goals to be the person you want to be that is all on you and when you are putting in that effort what does it tell you it tells you that you're worth the hard work trying to be better and do the things that you want to do is an investment in yourself it's telling yourself that you're worth a damn. Not doing anything and being complacent with any number of things that don't satisfy you, with any number of things that don't serve you, that don't benefit the greater good or you in it, that is telling yourself that you're not worthy, that you're not worth the effort. And everybody on this planet wants to be worth the effort, whether it's from themselves or from others, from family, from friends, from relationships. They want to feel like they're, they're worth something. And if you try and put that work into yourself, you are telling yourself that no matter what anybody else thinks, you know and you believe that you are worthy. I think maybe that's what loving yourself is. Believing that you're worthy of hard work and dedication and effort and care. That's all stuff that we very often seek out from others to our own detriment. We seek it out in others. I know for myself, I've sought that out so many times in like romantic relationships. And if you have two, please reach out so we can talk about it. <laughs> There's a line in a song by the Lumineers. I want to say the song is Stubborn Love. They say it's better to feel pain than nothing at all. The opposite of love is indifference. One of my favorite song lyrics ever so good just saying them i don't even have to hear the music it doesn't even have to be the band itself singing the song just reading and saying the line out loud brings a manly tear to my eye <laughs> yeah that's totally true don't numb yourself to well anything that's bad <laughs> You should never be numb unless you're having surgery. Then maybe you want to be numb. 
but the opposite of of loving yourself of loving someone else isn't hate even though a lot of people think that and it, and it it makes a certain amount of sense because there's still emotion behind hate there's still some level of i give a shit about you even you know enough to hate you the opposite of love you know the most pure and 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 good and right thing in the world the opposite of that is indifference is not caring at all if that person lived or died did well failed you know did whatever it wouldn't matter to you that's indifference that is the opposite of love and you do not want to be indifferent to yourself hell no you don't want to be indifferent and that makes me think of something you know a lot of people's impetus for change in themselves is self-loathing <laughs> i know that's how it was for me um for those of you who don't know when i was like 20 21 when i was 21 or 22 somewhere in there i gained a bunch of weight like went from healthy to definitely not healthy we can get into that another time there's a lot of reasons but fast forward i want to say two or three years later (laughs) i was so tired of being unhealthy and i was so full of self-loathing when i looked in the mirror honestly that was the impetus for change (laughs) that's what made me get uh you know, get started on the path to losing weight and being healthier. Um, and the whole fitness thing in general, like that was, that was it. Um, and it's so compared to what we're talking about now. Yeah. I hated myself. (laughs) I say that lighthearted now because I no longer feel that way. Um, but at the time that was a powerful motivator and you know what? God damn it. It led to some positive change. If I had just not gave a shit, I don't think anything would have been different. If I was, you know, numb to what was happening to myself, I don't think anything would have changed. So don't numb yourself. And you know what? That reminds me of another quote. We're just going to talk about all these things that I keep thinking of. Welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Everyone has heard it is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. First of all, I agree with that. Spot on. Second of all, there are people that disagree. They're wrong. They know they're wrong. (laughs) You should know that they're wrong and tell them. (laughs) Those who have never loved out of fear of losing have never lived. Is that what you want to be? Just a shade, a shadow of a person? somebody half alive because you're afraid to love to love and then to lose that hell no that's ridiculous so all of this to say you're gonna fail try anyway that's what i'm saying knowing that you're gonna fail and being okay with that you're gonna need to show yourself a certain amount of grace it's okay to make mistakes because it's inevitable and mistakes are not made out of maliciousness or lack of effort or lack of good intention. 
trying and having good intentions and and doing something different than what has consistently not been working for you those are good things it's okay i guess is what i'm trying to say you know that's those are positive things and it's okay when you don't succeed what you should be doing when you fail is learning learn from your mistakes I feel like a parent right now. This is exactly something my parents said to me. Learn from your mistakes and try not to make them again. That's the point of failure. In that process, be gentle with yourself. Uh, my, I know so many people, myself included, who are way too hard on themselves when they make a mistake. And it doesn't matter like if it's career or relational or you know personal like there's all sorts of things that that i have fucked up and i'm way too hard on myself in the moment for having made the mistake and it used to be so bad that i wouldn't even want to you know associate with people or speak to f certain certain friends or meet meet potential new friends or talk to coworkers too far about my life because I didn't want people to know that I had or was actively making mistakes. You know, in retrospect, that didn't serve me. I was too hard on myself. And by proxy, I was too hard on others. You know, I've mentioned before in this podcast that I have historically been unbearably self-righteous. <laughs> That's no good. No one likes that. <laughs> you got to give others grace too. Like, I'm really hoping that uh, all my listeners give me a certain amount of grace with this episode because it's late. <laughs> I hope everyone can forgive me and understand that shit happens, that mistakes get made, and some things are out of your control and aren't mistakes at all, like your audio software saves a file that's corrupted and you upload it without checking i guess that's my mistake i should have double checked and maybe we can have that be one of the morals of the story please double check your work <laughs> for all you kids out there there's a reason your teachers tell you to do that and you can't just skate by with oh what i meant to say was xyz you gotta be checking your work that's real life um anyway yeah i hope you all can forgive me and you know when you understand that you're going to make mistakes and you're un you, you understand that you then should be learning from them and that these things will repeat themselves until you learn your lesson, I hope that leads to a certain amount of empathy, to the ability to be gentle with others, to be understanding of others. Everyone's going through something similar. Everyone's going through some amount of shit in one way or another. And we would really, you know, as a society, we would really be benefited by people not judging, by people understanding that we literally are all trying to do the same thing, which is live the life that, you know, suits us the best. We're all doing the best that we can. And we all are doing the best that we can with you know the limited amount of tools that we have at our disposal 
That's something I've said before, which is, in essence, when you know better, you do better. (laughs) With that in mind, be willing to help. Be willing to help others to know and to do better. Please discuss these things that you're trying to do with those around you. Ask them questions. Listen, like really listen to their answers. Maybe nudge them in a helpful direction or point them to something that was beneficial to you. Be supportive. Help each other. Hold each other up. We are all our brothers and sisters keepers. And with that in mind, please don't judge. Please don't look at somebody struggling and assume that you know what they are or are not doing right. Judgment is best put on the back burner. (laughs) There are times when it is appropriate to judge. And I think, you know, for the most part, we know. We know when judgment is suitable. You know, there are moral right and wrongs, rights and wrongs. But aside from that, if you see somebody just struggling, trying and struggling, like, let them be. If you're not going to be helpful, let them be. Because you needed help at some point. You needed to be left alone at some point. And nobody, including yourself, including me, nobody ever needed somebody judging them and being a pain in the ass. <laughs> no one no one wants that. So don't do that. Give others grace. Give yourself grace. Be understanding, please. And this is going to be a quick episode because after going through it the second time, I rambled a lot less and was able to condense my points into some very effective and nicely structured sentences if I do say so myself. So on that note, let me put out a reminder. Your ex-boyfriend's podcast, you can listen to it on Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Google Podcasts. You can listen on Spotify, Player FM. I cannot remember the last one. I said it last week. (laughs) Um, Oh, Amazon Music. Yes, you can listen there, too. Um, Please reach out. One of the best things about doing this podcast is talking to the people who listen to it. That just fills me with joy every time that somebody wants to talk about the work that I'm doing. And then, you know, by that conversation, we end up talking about them and their journey and their struggles. And then we talk about me. And it always re-energizes me even as an introvert those conversations energize me they do not drain my battery please reach out i can always be reached for those of you who know me personally text facebook you know whatever instagram on my personal but for the show you can always email your xbf podcast at gmail.com that's your exbf podcast at gmail.com i also have an instagram account for this podcast which is your underscore exbf 
underscore podcast, your XBF podcast. Please let me know if you want to be on the podcast, comments, concerns, whatever you want to talk about. If you want to tell me my podcast is shit, let me know because I want to know why. Maybe I won't argue, but maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. Still reach out. Um, sorry for this being late. Thank you for bearing with me. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. So while all of you are out there doing your own work on your own journey, please remember that it's going to take time. And if you keep going, you'll eventually get there. You may stumble on the way. You may encounter others going in the opposite direction. <laughs> but you're going to get there. And it's going to be okay. On that note, we'll take off. So, everybody be safe out there. Um, do something nice for yourself. And um, say I love you more. Okay. Bye. Bye.